out the back door. I didn't come here tonight to follow second place to the devil, but I come tonight to run him out the door. There's nothing in this place that's going to stop and hinder the move of God. I refuse to sit back and let the devil hinder this service. I refuse to sit back and let somebody leave the same way they came. I'm sorry tonight, but God is wanting to do something. And I'm not going to stand here and let the devil just have his way. I've been singing all day long, and I even had Brother Jared uh, playing with me over at his house earlier. I just feel like something good is about to happen. Well, I just feel like something good is on its way. Well, he has promised that he'd open all of heaven. And, brother, this could be that very day. I can sing a cappella. When God's people humble themselves and they call on Jesus. And they look to heaven expecting as they pray. Oh, I just feel like something good is about to happen. And brother, this could be that very day. Oh, yes, I just feel like something good is about to happen. Oh, I just feel like something good is on its way. He has promised that he'd open all of heaven. Hey, brother, this could be that very day. Well, when God's people humble themselves and they call on Jesus. And they look to heaven expecting as they pray. Oh, I just feel like something good is about to happen. And, brother, this could be that very day. Well, somebody sing. Let us feel like something good is about to happen. Just feel like something good is on its way. He has promised that he'd open all of heaven. And brother, this could be that very day. Well, if God's people humble themselves and they call on Jesus, as they look to heaven expecting as they pray, I just feel like something good is about to happen. And brother, this could be that very day. I just feel like something good is about to happen. I just feel like something good is on its way. Oh, he has promised that he'd open all of heaven. Hey, brother, this could be that very day. Well, we got people humble themselves and they call on Jesus. As they look to heaven expecting as they pray. Well, I just feel like something good is about to happen. This could be that very day One more time Well I just feel like something good Is about to happen Well I just feel like something good Is on its way He has promised that he'd open All of heaven Oh and brother this could be that very day Well when God's people humble themselves And they call on Jesus As they look to heaven Expecting as they pray like something good is about to happen and brother this could be that very day hallelujah well praise the lord oh yeah i wish somebody would get on this bandwagon with me let me just use an old country word tonight just go ahead jump on the bandwagon with me tonight let's just have church oh yeah 
Well, I don't know about you, but I come expecting something to happen. Well, I don't know about you, but I know it's on its way. And I just, I'd rather not wait on it any longer. I'd rather go ahead and open my arms and accept it right now. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I see the Lord as He's standing there. And He's got the pitcher. And He's just saying, He's just waiting for somebody to, hey, just go ahead and pour it on me, God. If you don't pour it on anybody else, just go ahead and pour it on me, Lord. I want it, Lord. I want it, Lord. I said, I want it, Lord. I want it, Lord. I I said, God's looking for a people who are expecting. God's looking for a people who are hungry. Oh, yeah, pour it on me, Lord. Well, praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Man, I, I'm excited about what I feel now. Hallelujah. I feel a little liberty in the place tonight. If you come tonight with a burden or a broken heart or a spirit of, a, of, of something binding you, I tell you tonight that the Lord is here and He's here to deliver you. The Lord is here to set you free, but the Lord has come tonight to pour out the blessings of heaven upon us. I wish somebody would feel it just as strong as I feel it right here. God is going to pour the windows. He's opening the windows of heaven. And he's about to pour it up on this church. I wish you could just see it in the Holy Ghost as I see it tonight. My, my, my. I feel like tonight is a breaking point. I, I've done said it. He's already said it. I feel like tonight is a changing point. Tonight is a pivotal point in this, in this revival. I'm telling you, when I walked into, when I, I felt it downstairs, and as I walked up the stairs, I just felt it get that much stronger. And as I was standing in the foyer, and I was walking back and forth, I just felt the Holy Ghost all over me. And I said, Lord, you're about to do some changing. You're about to do some shaking. You're about to do some breaking. Lord, I feel it. And he began to, he began to quote that scripture. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose. Some of you need to bind the devil that's in your life tonight. Some of you need to bind the problems that are in your life tonight. And some of you need to lose joy and victory and happiness in your life. The Bible says whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I'm telling you the Lord is wanting to loose some things in your life. But you need to turn loose of the things that are holding you back. You need to turn loose of the things that are holding you captive. And begin to lose some victory in your life. The Bible says in Matthew, as he, he read the scripture, Jesus was talking to Peter and he said, Upon this rock, I'm going to build my church. I'm sorry, honey, but this church is still founded on the rock. I said, I'm sorry, but this church is still founded on the rock. And if you're sinking, you're building your house somewhere other than the rock. We're still founded on a foundation and that foundation is Jesus Christ. He's the first, the last, the beginning, and the end. He's Alpha and Omega. He is your friend. I'm telling you that He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. My God does not change. And if He said He'd loose it back then, He would loose it today. If He said He'd bind it back then, He'd bind it today. I refuse to sit back and be bound. I bind
bind every spirit of hell that's trying to loose itself against this church. I bind every spirit of depression, every spirit of oppression, every spirit of unbelief, every spirit of doubt. I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Go back to hell where you came from and I lose liberty. I lose victory. I lose satisfaction. I lose peace. I lose joy. I lose the Holy Ghost. Somebody need to get a hold of the women tonight. Hey, I'm telling you, I feel it. I feel it right now. I feel as is it shaking. I feel it shaking. I, 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 I'm gonna tell you something. If I haven't felt revival this whole time I've been here, I feel revival tonight. I was sitting in the office with Pastor earlier today, just a little while, just a few moments. I was telling him what I felt today. I have felt it all day long. I, I, I even told Brother Jared, I said, I feel like something is going to happen tonight. I told a few others, I said, I feel like something is going to happen tonight. I'm telling you, you, don't be surprised when the drug addict comes off the street. I said it last night, and I'm going to say it again tonight, and I'm going to keep saying it until he walks in. Don't be surprised when the alcoholic comes walking off the street because he feels a tug in his heart, and he comes off Highway 7 and turns on 119th Street and turns on on the Monticello Teresa, and he pulls in the driveway, and he says, I don't know what it is, but something just pulled me to this apostolic church. I'm telling you what it is. It's a spirit of expectancy. It's a spirit of somebody saying, God, I'm tired of average." But I'm expecting you to do something great in this place. My, my, my. Oh, yes. 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 Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. 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 I feel like some other people's getting on this shit with me. We're about to go selling on. We're about to go selling on. I wish everybody would get on this ship. This ship's going to sell on, I'm telling you. I'd hate for you to be left behind at the dock. Somebody else needs to go ahead and get on the ship with me tonight. This ship's going to sell on, I'm telling you. I'm riding on the ship of Zion. This ship's weathered a lot of storms. It's been to the flood. It's been to the rain. It's been to the fire. But there's one thing for sure. This ship is still uh, above water. uh, And it's still floating on. uh, It's still sailing on. uh, And I refuse to not get on the ship when I have the opportunity. But I'm going to get on board and say, come on, Captain Jesus. Uh, Come on, Captain Jesus. Uh, Let us go on forward. Well, I don't know about you, but I come for I come for revival. If it ain't but nothing revival in myself, I come to have the whole a Holy Ghost blowout tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah! Mm, yeah. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 3 and verse 5. If you just stay where you are, we're going to shout a little bit tonight. We're going to worship a little bit tonight. Acts chapter 3 and verse 5. It says this, And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. 
If I can preach to you for the next few moments on this simple subject, expectation makes the difference. Expectation makes the difference. Oh, come on, somebody. I said expectation makes the difference. Oh, in the story that I, that I read it to you tonight, it talks about a lame man who, who sits out the side of the gate uh, of the, uh, called Beautiful. He sits outside the gate uh, of the church and it says that Peter and John uh, came going to the church and they had just uh, finished the day of Pentecost. They had just received the Holy Ghost uh, and they were all fired up and ready to go. Uh, so they're going to the house of God to pray uh, and they see a lame man and he's sitting uh, outside the gate. So many people have sit outside our church doors and we have failed to recognize them. But I'm telling you tonight that there's people outside expecting something from God. And it's left up to me and you whether we're going to fill their expectation. It's left up to me and you whether we're going to fill the void. I'm telling you tonight that this man sit there. He was born this way. He was born lame. Day in and day out, uh, they carry into the gate beautiful. Day in and day out, uh, he received alms from people. He received, no doubt, food and charity. And he was always receiving things. Uh, and so the Bible says uh, that John and Peter uh, were going on their way to the church house. Uh, they were going to get their praise on. Uh, and they walked and they see this man. And they hear him saying, alms, alms, give me some alms. Hey, alms, that's all he knew. All he knew was to beg. All he knew was to ask. That's all he knew. But the Bible says it. Peter and John said, look upon us. And the man turned and he looked. And the Bible says that he expected something of them. I'm going to tell you what he expected. He expected to, see, to receive some monetary things. He expected to, see, to receive some silver and gold. He expected to receive something of monetary value from these two preachers. But I'm coming to tell you something tonight that because of his expectation, because he believed that he was going to receive something, the Lord said, you know what? I've seen you sitting here day in and day out and begging and begging and begging. But you know what? Today, sir, you're not going to have to beg anymore because I'm sending two preachers your way and you're about to get your miracle. I'm telling you that God has stepped in this place tonight and he's simply telling someone you have expected and expected and expected and expected and what you've expected I am about to do and go beyond what you are expecting me to do. Woo! I feel it in this place. My job or my uh, hope and expectation is that by the time we leave this place, your expectation is selling so high in the, in the, in the clouds uh, that by the time Sunday morning gets here, uh, that you're bringing a whole busload of people and they're speaking in tongues before they leave this place. Oh, yeah. But I'm telling you that this man, he expected monetary things, brother. That's all he ever knew. That's his state of mind. His state of mind was to receive something of monetary value. I don't know if he believed he could receive his miracle or not. But I know that the Bible says he expected. And whether he expected 
on getting his miracle or whether he expected on getting uh, something of monetary value uh, that could carry him on through his miserable life just one more day uh, I'm telling you uh, that this man he just expected and Peter and John said uh, silver and gold have I none but such as I have give I thee rise up in the name of Jesus and walk and I'm telling you at that very instant uh, that man because of his expectation received an expectation greater than what he expected and he received a miracle Oh, he received a miracle that was out of this world so many times you and I we come in the house of God and we sit here and we expect God to come in and touch us in just an average way we expect God to touch us in just an ordinary way Lord just touch me one more time and because of our expectation he has come in day in and service out and he's touched us but God has stepped in this place tonight to touch you beyond your expectation to touch you beyond your imagination oh yes oh yes (laughs) Hebrews says in chapter 11 and verse 1 now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen what I'm telling you is that you have come in this place expecting God to do something no doubt I'm not telling you that you've come in here and you don't believe but I know that you have come in here and believed every service we've been in we have expected God to do something great and I'm telling you tonight that God is about to pour out a blessing that we cannot contain he is about to pour out multiple blessings upon this church like you have never seen before in your life you will not be able to bear the storehouses are not big enough for the blessing that God is about to give this church the storehouses are not big enough and will not be able to contain the blessing that God is about to give new life Pentecostal church I'm prophesying tonight and I'm going to tell you that God is about to give this church revival like we have never seen before in our life. We have just barely scratched the surface of what God is going to do in Olathe, Kansas. I believe this is the center point of the biggest revival that we've ever seen in U.S. history. And it's going to pull over from right here in Olathe, Kansas. I would not be speaking this and saying this if I didn't feel the Lord was telling me to tell you. But I feel in the Holy Ghost and I'm going to go ahead speaking in faith. You've believed, you prayed, you fasted and God is about to fill your expectations beyond what you can imagine. Shandala la bahaya.
Oh God. Jesus. 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 Let me tell you something. In Matthew 13, 31 and 32, it talks about the mustard seed. It talks about how the mustard seed is very small. And the Bible says that a small seed, it is planted, and then it becomes the greatest among the herbs. But it doesn't stop there. It says that then it goes beyond and grows into a tree. That when the birds fly by, they can fly in unto it and be safe. And they can be harbored in the, in the tree that come from a mustard seed. Can I tell you in this place tonight that some of your faith has been as the mustard seed. But you have planted it and now it is growing into the greatest of the herbs. And it is growing into a big and beautiful plant. But I am telling you that God is not finishing developing what He has purposed in your life. But before long, you are going to be the beautiful tree that is planted by the roots. And you cannot pluck up a tree that is planted by the roots and that is watered by prayer, that is, uh, that is watered by fasting, that is planted by reading the Word of God. When you apply yourself, you begin to dig roots that cannot be unplucked by the enemy. And I'm telling you that as this herb begins to grow, I see a tree as it's coming out of the ground. And I see people that are flying into its limbs and they are seeking shelter and protection. And I'm telling you that New Life Pentecostal Church is the mustard tree. And people are going to come looking for shelter, looking for peace and satisfaction. But it's because a church has planted it and watered it and fertilized it. I'm telling you, I see great things that are about to take place. Some of you out there act like you don't hear what I'm saying. I'm telling you, this church has been to see the greatest revival that it's ever seen before in its life. In its existence. I'm telling you, I'm just going to go ahead and share it with you. About four years ago, before I ever knew that Olathe, Kansas existed, I was even out of church. The Lord gave me a dream that I was preaching a revival at a church. And it had red carpet, white walls, and the drums and the piano and everything was set up like it is. And in this dream, I seen people by by the multitudes in this place and I seen empty wheelchairs and I seen crutches laying on the side and I seen people receiving the Holy Ghost and I seen people being baptized in Jesus name I'm going to tell you something this is that that was spoken by the prophet John in the last days I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh I'm telling you this is that this is that this is that Oh yes, this is that. Shandala Bahaya. Oh yes. I've just come to tell somebody 
because of your expectation, because of your fertile planning, because of the things that you've done, because of the prayer and fasting that's went forth. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. Galatians 6 and 9 says, uh, And let us not be weary in well-doing, uh, for in due season we shall reap. Uh, if we faint not, uh, I'm telling you that it's time that we begin to reap the harvest uh, that has been so firmly planted, uh, that has been so well taken care of. Uh, I'm telling you, it's not. there's no sense uh, in the house of God being barren. Uh, it's no sense in the church of God uh, being barren. Uh, but it's we were meant uh, to reproduce babies. Uh, and I'm telling you that this mother church uh, is about to begin to reproduce babies uh, that are out of this world. Uh, we are about to see a harvest uh, like we've never seen before. I'm telling you, I'm speaking in the Holy Ghost. Uh, this is that uh, which was spoken uh, by the prophet Joel. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, revival in the last days. Uh, revival in the last days. The Bible says in Matthew uh, that the fields are white and ready to harvest, uh, but the laborers are few. Uh, but I'm telling you tonight, uh, we may be few uh, and we may be outnumbered. Uh, but I believe uh, if we'll uh, put our hand uh, to the tool uh, and begin to go at the harvest, uh, God is going to begin to send people to help us uh, take care of the harvest. Uh, I believe if we'll go out in faith uh, and begin to put our hand uh, to the plow uh, and begin to put our hand uh, to the tool, uh, and we'll begin to reap out the harvest people are going to come that you never would have thought are going to come and they're going to begin to help us and I say us because I'm going to be here for it I'm not leaving till I see it I'm not leaving till I see it I put on Facebook before I come in this place. I linked myself to this church so that everybody on Facebook could see where I was. And I said, I'm about to go have the Holy Ghost blow out. And guess what, devil? I've got my expectation again tonight. I'm telling you, I'm expecting miracles to take place. I'm expecting signs and wonders to be done. I'm expecting people to receive the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you that we are in revival. Let me tell you something. In Isaiah, 50, uh, Isaiah 40 and 31 says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. You've been waiting and you've grown weary. But the Bible says, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall run not upon wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. A church that puts God first and and puts God in everything they do they may grow weary but you will reap if ye faint not I'm telling you we're about to see it
I'm telling you, the Bible says that he is the vine and we are the branches. As long as we stay connected to the vine, everything's going to be all right. But as soon as we began to not reproduce, we begin to die off. But I'm telling you, I feel some reproducers in the house. I feel some people who said, I've sit here long enough and I've seen the heartache. I sit here long enough and I've seen the failure. I sit here long enough and I'm tired of seeing the devil pluck them out of the hands of the righteous. But I'm telling you that the Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount upon wings as an eagle and soar. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I'm telling you, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Because if I keep waiting, God's going to send it. If I keep waiting, God's going to send it. If I keep waiting, God's going to send it. If I keep expecting. Expectation means anticipating with confidence of fulfillment. Some of you have lost your confidence. But that's all right. That's all right. God come tonight to give you some more confidence. Some of you have lost your expectation. But that's okay. Because God has come tonight to fulfill your expectation. I wish 100% of you would get behind me tonight. I'm telling you, the Bible says they were in one mind and one accord. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mind wind. And it began to sit upon each of them. Uh, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Begin to speak with other tongues. And the Spirit gave the utterance. I'm telling you tonight uh, that we are about to see a book of Acts revival. Well, if nobody else believes it, Brother Merriman believes it with me tonight. And Pastor, I know he believes with me tonight. So it says whether two or three uh, uh, gathered together in his name, he'd be in the midst. Uh, whether two or three touch any one thing, uh, he would do it. Uh, I'm telling you tonight uh, that us three, uh, we're going forward. Uh, us three are going forward in revival. And we're going to believe that God's going to do it. And I believe there's some more people in under the sound of my voice tonight that you said, I'm tired of what the devil's been doing around here. I'm going forward. Uh, I'm going to stomp him on the head. I'm going to put him back in his place. There's a comedy song uh, by a group of uh, two men. They're hilarious. But they took uh, the song Stomp by Kirk Franklin. And they revised it. And they said thump. I'm going to thump the devil on the head. Well some of you tonight just need to get out your big thump finger. And begin to thump that devil on the head. I'm going to tell you something that irritated me the most. Was I'd be sitting on the school bus. Riding the school bus. And somebody would come up behind me and just. You know what I'm tired of the devil thumping me on the back of the head. I'm tired of the devil bullying me around. I'm tired of sitting back seat to the enemy's devices. I don't have to sit back seat to him. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm not going to sit back seat to him. You know what? He run my life long enough. 
He put me through enough heartache and through enough hell on earth that I am tired of living in turmoil and torture. I'm going forward in Jesus. Pastor quoted it the other day. He said, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Why don't you put your burden on Jesus? And take upon his burden. Take upon his yoke. As long as you're yoked neck and neck with the Lord, you're going to be all right. I'm talking about expectation tonight. Expectation is what makes the difference. I'm telling you. I just, I feel it so strong. It's as, it's, it's, it's as if almost I can see it. It is as if I can almost see it. It is that strong, Brother Merriman. I'm just waiting any second to blink my eye and just see the vision that God is wanting to cast upon this church. I'm telling you, people that have been backslidden are about to come to the house of God. But it ain't going to stop there. People that have never experienced this before in their life is coming through the back door as well. People that have been bound by diseases and addictions of this life are about to walk through that back door. And God is going to graciously deliver them from everything that has bound them before in their life. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you a little uh, something that I have learned through the years of being in a pastor's home. I have learned that when the church accepts those that nobody wants, and they begin to love them, and they begin to shelter them, and they begin to protect them, and they begin to bring up saints of God out of people that nobody wants. Nobody. I'm telling you, the drug addicts, the alcoholics, the prostitutes, the people that are bound by everything that is out in that world. If we will accept them with loving arms, train them up, teach them how to live for God, show them what it's like to be a real apostolic, God's going to send the lawyers. God's going to send the doctors. God's going to send the bankers. God's going to send the contractors. But you got to catch a hold of the vision and say, well, I don't see all the rich people yet. Well, you know what? First, the Bible says that he compelled the rich people to come to the marriage feast and they were too busy. But let me tell you what he said. He said, okay, go out to the highways and the byways and compel them to come in. If you'll begin to go out to under the, under the bridges and go out to the sides of the street corners and begin to pick up those that are homeless, begin to pick up those that nobody wants, Brother Riggin, God is going to send the doctors. God is going to send the lawyers. 
builders. God is going to send the contractors. God is going to send the bankers. God is going to send those that own their own businesses that are multi-million dollar men and women. And God is going to bless this church. But we've got to get a hold of the vision and we've got to reach out to those who are hungry for a move of God. God fulfill it. God fulfill it. You know what? If you don't believe it tonight, I'll believe it for you because I want it to happen. I've got enough expectation and enough belief that I can outbelieve everybody in this church. Because I know what God wants to do. I know what God has been telling me and what God's been dealing with me on. I wasn't up at 3 o'clock in the morning uh, with God dealing me uh, on this simple subject uh, for just for us to come in here and shout uh, and not get a hold of the dream. But somebody tonight needs to get a hold of the dream that God is casting in this place. If you're tired of average church, do something about it. If you're tired of the same old people, every time the church doors are open, do something about it. I didn't come to scold you. I didn't come to tell you how to do it. I'm just telling you what God said. If you're tired of it, get up and do something about it. He has equipped you with the, with the artillery that you need to destroy the enemy. So get up and begin to fight the enemy with the weapons that God has given you to fight him. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We cannot fight him with physical bombs and guns. But what we can fight him with is our praise and our worship and our expectation. Let me tell you something, if, if I could categorize expectation and put it in a explosion form, it'd be the atomic bomb. Because an atomic bomb is so small, but yet it wipes out so much area. It clears out so much area. Well, when a church begins to expect God to do something, God just drops expectation on the devil and it scatters him for many, many miles. And before he can get himself back together, before he can get himself all gathered back up and get back to the house of God, we've had revival and we're stronger than he is. And then he's got to figure out another way to get in. But as long as we keep praying, as long as we keep fasting, as long as we keep reading and studying the Word, and as long as we keep revival going on, uh, after I'm long gone, uh, I'm telling you, the devil cannot come in and destroy what God has set up and planted and, and, and is fertile and has grown. Let me tell you something. Uh, uh, that's my favorite word. Let me tell you something. Anyhow, uh, I'm always, I always like to tell people something. A child. The Bible talks about a child. It talks about how they've done foolish things. A child does not understand some things. They are taken advantage of at times. And they are... Uh, I don't know, they're just taking advantage of. Well, the devil, when you're new, and when you're down, and you're weary, and your mind's, and you're just, you got that childlike mind, and you just, your expectations, oh, the devil can torment you. The devil can just do what he wants to with you. But when you begin to grow in God, an adult is a lot smarter than a child. A lot of times my dad told me, or my mom told me, don't do that. I went ahead and done it anyway, but I learned why. After I did it, while well, they told me not to do it. 
Well, that's the way it is for li- in living for God. Sometimes we do things that the man of God says don't do, but then we realize why we weren't supposed to do it, and we come back and we repent, but then we grow stronger. And we become aware of the devil's devices. We become aware of what his, what his tactics and what he's trying to do. And when, we're, when we are all aware of what he's doing, then he's less likely to get in. And it all begins with expectation. Let me tell you something. Oh, there goes. Let me tell you something again. In the day, on the day of Pentecost, the Lord sent them, Jesus sent them there and said, Tear ye there and wait for the promise. I believe that word wait means, it also could, could, would probably mean ex, expect. Wait. Tarry. Expect. Look forward to. Yeah, anticipate. Anticipate on what I'm going to send you. But if they would have went there and sit there and just chit-chat with one another, old brother Peter and uh, brother John and, and Matthew and all those disciples, if they just sit there and chit-chat with each other and wasn't expecting it to come, they never would have received the promise. But you know what they did? They prayed. They sought the face of God. They had church. They went ahead and they said, you know what? We don't have the gift yet. We don't have the promise yet. But we're going to go ahead and we're going to keep believing. We're going to keep expecting. And guess what? When they got in one mind and one accord, when everybody was believing, everybody was expecting, then it came. When we began to expect it together, This is not a one-man show, but this is a whole-body show. When we become one, when we become united, we are called the United States of America for one reason, because we are united as a group, as a whole, and we as the church of the living God need to be united as one. And when we become united, the devil cannot and will not stop what God is going to do. I've preached so hard that I'm about to pass out up here, but I'm telling you that God is going to do something for this church. I'm telling you, I'm going to repeat it until somebody gets hold of it. God's going to do something here. I'm hard-headed. And when I keep hitting the stump, I just keep plowing on until I hit run on over. So I'm just going to keep plowing on tonight. Is that all right? I'm telling you tonight... I wish we all could get a hold of this. I know we're tired. I know it's 9 o'clock. We're fish- I'm fixing to let you go. But I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I am, this is my burden. I'm preaching to you my burden. I'm preaching to you what I feel so strong. in my. I felt it. I tell you, I have never felt such an unction to preach like I did tonight when I was in that basement down there. And I was walking those floors and I was praying, Brother Mary. I'm telling you. It was like last Friday night. I, I began to shake downstairs and I wasn't even behind the pulpit yet. But you know what? When I stepped behind the pulpit, then the devil stuck his ugly head up. But we sent him on the run. He's gone tonight. 
So quit being fearful from the devil. I sent him on the run with Jesus' help, with the Lord's help. And these two brethren up here, they agreed with me. We sent him on the run. So tonight, the devil's gone. Why don't we just have a little party around here while the devil's gone? And why don't we just have a Holy Ghost party, a Holy Ghost blowout? I would like to see some saints of God tonight that you haven't shouted in a long time. I'd like to see you tonight leave here drunk on the Holy Ghost. I was telling your pastor earlier today, when I was in the world, I partied to 1 and 2 and 3 in the morning. And I know some of you, you can't party that late tonight. Some of you got to go to work. But I'm telling you, some of us in this place, we need to throw time to the side. We need to throw our schedules to the side. We need to throw our agendas to the side. And we need to say, okay, God, I'll wait until you send the promise. Uh-oh. I'm talking about somebody's time now. You're getting quiet. I'm telling you that when we begin to throw agenda to the side, when we begin to throw time to the side, when we begin to throw ordinary average church to the side, that's when God begins to do something. Church was never invented for us to sing a couple songs, hear the preached word of God, come in here and leave the same way. The Bible says in Acts 19... Or 20, 20 and 9. That Eutychus fell asleep. Because Paul preached. He was a long-winded preacher, kind of like me. He was a long-winded preacher. And Eutychus fell asleep in the window. That tells me that average church, they didn't have average church back then. That's why they seen miracles. That's why they seen people drawn from the streets and compelled in. Because they wanted to know what they had. They wanted to know what kept them in that building so long. They want to know what was so good that preacher kept preaching about. And I'm telling you, as long as we keep preaching, as long as we keep pushing forward, people are coming. I felt in the Holy Ghost as I was downstairs tonight. I I, I felt a lot in the Holy Ghost, to be honest with you tonight. As I was down there, I feel tonight. I'm going to tell you something. This is what I'm going to tell you. You can get a hold of this or not. I'm I'm just going to shut my mouth and be done. But I'm just going to tell you something. I felt... In my spirit, as I was downstairs, I'm not going to say it was the Lord. I just I felt a quickening in, the, in my spirit. Uh, that if you, in this place, have a problem, have a situation, have a circumstance, a sickness, an illness, whatever it may be, I felt to tell you that if you would get out of your pew with no music, Get out of your pew, step out in faith, and begin to run these aisles that God is going to fix your problem tonight. I'm telling you, what I felt in my spirit, if you've got a problem, if you've got a situation, if you're sick and tired of the sickness that ails your body, if you're sick and tired of the dilemma that is, that is just keeping you down and keeping you hindered, get out of your pew and run these aisles, and God's going to take care of it tonight. Come on. If you're tired of it, let, the, let God do it tonight. I'm telling you, you're stepping out in belief. You're stepping out in expectation and God's going to do it right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command it to be done right now. Right now, God, do it. 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 That's it.
Somebody's getting a hold of this thing. God's beginning to do the work right now. God's beginning to do the work right now. I feel it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That's it. Come on. Shout. Shout with a voice of triumph. Shout with a voice of victory. Shout in a God with a voice of triumph. That's it, come on. Hallelujah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Somebody's getting a hold of it. I feel some things shifting in the spirit tonight. Some of you stepped out in faith tonight and God's doing your miracle right now. God's performing your miracle right now as we speak. God is performing your miracle. I feel it. In the name of Jesus, I command the spirit of doubt and unbelief to be gone right now. I'm knocking on heaven's door. Jesus, you hear the prayers. You hear the cries. Ah, yes, yes, yes. That's it. That's it, sister. Come on. That's it. God's doing it right now. God's doing it right now. Oh, yes. Come on, church. Come on, church. It's a pivotal point tonight. God's turning this thing around. Oh, I felt it in the office today as I was talking to your pastor. I, I knew in my spirit that God was going to do something great. I expected it. And God is doing it right now. God is doing it right now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. God's breaking some addictions tonight. God's breaking some chains tonight. God's boosting some confidence tonight. That's it. Come on. Do like the one with the issue of blood and press your way. Press your way through your dilemma. Press your way through your circumstance. Press your way uh, and let God do it right now. That's it, come on. That's it, come on. It's being done. It's being done.
I'm going to tell you something. Brother Jeff told me the other night, the other night we were sitting in here. It was just me, him, and I think Brother uh, uh, Jared. We were sitting here, and he told me, this is what he told me, through Brother Jared. He spoke to me. He said, I want to receive my healing, my hearing. I want to receive it. You know what? I want God to do that. And I want God to do that tonight. Come here, Brother Jeff. You might think I'm crazy, and I am. I'm crazy about Jesus. I believe a miracle is about to take place in this place right now. Right now, in the name of Jesus, deaf ears, I command you to be unstopped. Be done. In the name of Jesus Christ. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, saints of God, believe it with me right now. Believe it with me right now. That's it, come on. Come on. Come on, brother Jeff, that's it. That's it, come on, believe God. Believe God. I don't have any silver and I don't have any gold, uh, but I have the power of the Holy Ghost uh, and it's living on the inside of me. Uh, and in the name of Jesus, uh, I command you to be done. Uh, I command it to be done uh, right now uh, in the name of Jesus. You say, Brother Jones, well, it didn't happen. Well, let me tell you something. Shut that unbelief up. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. He said, if you bind it on earth, it'll be bound in heaven. If you loose it on earth, it'll be loosed in heaven. I bound this sickness in the name of Jesus and I loosed healing. And it shall be done. It shall be done. It shall be done. I'm not going to back down to the enemy. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. We're waiting on you, God. Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. 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 
I've never done this before in my life, and I've do it. Sister in the gray, will you come in for a minute? I want to pray for you tonight. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I feel like God wants to touch you tonight. I don't, I'm not trying to embarrass you. I'm not trying to do anything to, uh, to make you embarrassed tonight. But I feel like God wants to touch you. You believe that tonight? All right. Well, God's going to do it right now. God's going to do it right now. Brethren, come together. Come agree with me tonight. God's going to do it right now in the name of Jesus. God. That's it, come on, saints. That's it, come on. Hallelujah, come on, sister. That's it, believe God for it. God's doing it right now. God's working it out right now. Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on. That's it, saints. Come on. Keep pressing. Keep pressing. God's not through yet. God's not through yet. God's not through yet. I told you tonight's going to be different when we leave this place. Tonight's going to be different when we leave this place. I'm just obeying the Holy Ghost. I've got to do what I've got to do in the Holy Ghost tonight. Jesus. Jesus. That's it. Come on. That's it, sister. Come on. God's doing it right now. That's it. Come on. Jesus. 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 That's it. She's getting a breakthrough. She's getting a breakthrough right now. She's getting a breakthrough. <laughs> That's it. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. 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 That's it. Come on. Press. Help her press her way tonight. Help her press her way tonight. Pastor, if I get out of line, you pull my coattail. I'm just obeying the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's it. Come on. God's not through yet. God's not through yet. God's not through yet. God's just getting started tonight. Come on. Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God's breaking some chains tonight. God's doing some things tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That's it, come on. Let's wait for it. Let's wait for it, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Sister Amanda, can I pray for you tonight? I feel it in the Holy Ghost. I, I'm just obeying God tonight. I just I want to obey God tonight. If you'll hand that baby off to somebody, I feel God wants to do something for you tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, yes, you may think I'm the craziest preacher that ever came to Kansas, but that's all right. I'm just going to obey God. Come here, brethren. Help me agree together tonight. God's hissing to do some things in this young lady's life. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Come on, sisters. Agree with us. Jesus, right now, God. I... That's it. God's doing it. God's doing it. That's it, sister. Come on. Let God do the work. Let God do the work right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Right now, God. Right now, God. Do it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 God, help us. God, help us. God, help us. God's doing some transforming in this place. Oh, God's doing a transfusion in this place tonight. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Granite God, granite God, granite God. In the name of Jesus God right now. Right now, God. Sister Merriman, bring your daughter, your youngest daughter here. I felt to do this a while ago, and the devil don't like what's going on around here. 
that's all right. I said it last night. I'll say it again tonight. I don't, I don't care what the devil don't like. I'm going to obey God. Pastor, come agree with me tonight. God's just to do a work for this baby. God's just to do a work for this baby right now. God, we're believing in faith that you're about to do a miracle, God. God, a miracle of the New Testament. Do it right now, Jesus. Begin to do healing right now. Unstop the ears, God. Unstop the ears, God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, be done. She That's it, church. Come on. That's it. Yes, healing virtue. Healing virtue. Healing virtue. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Brother Dale, Brother Dale, come here, brother. I want to pray for you. Hallelujah. I may pray for everybody before this church is over. So I'm, just, I'm going in the order the Lord's telling me to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's going to bless you, brother. I don't know with what. I just hear blessing. Blessings in Jesus' name. Be done. Church, come on, church. She God's doing something right now. That's it, come on. That's it, Brother Dale, come on. Get everything you need from God right now. Shut up, In the name of Jesus, God's doing a work right now. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's it, Brother Dale, come on. Get all you need from God. Get all you need from God.
In the name of Jesus. I'm not declaring that I'm a prophet or the son of a prophet, but I'm telling you tonight that I'm obeying God. I'm obeying God. I feel a sovereign move of the Holy Ghost is moving in this place right now. The angels are fighting a war right now as you and I are, are praying. I feel the angels are fighting a battle that you and I have fought for so long. The battle is not in our hands anymore. The angels are fighting the battle for us. The Lord is fighting the battle for us. He's doing it right now. He's doing it right now. There's a war going on in the Holy Ghost. But I'm telling you who's going to be victorious. It's going to be the children of God. We're going to be victorious. We're going to be victorious. We're going to be victorious. God's doing it right now. That's it, church. We're breaking through some barriers. We're breaking through some walls tonight. God's doing the final plunge. God's doing the final uh, cleaning up. God's doing it right now. God's doing it right now. Where it's been a struggle, it's not going to be a struggle anymore. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's it. Come on, touch God. Touch the throne of God.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's love the Lord together, everybody. Let's love Him. Let's love Him. Let's love Him. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, God, for what you're going to continue to do. Thank you, Master. I love you, Master. I love you, Master. Praise God. Praise God. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. God, you're wonderful. God, you're wonderful. God, you're wonderful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God for what we have heard tonight. Thank God for His promises. I stand on those promises. I claim those promises. I believe those promises. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I I do not want to take away from what God has done. And I do not want to give the devil any glory. I want to tell you tonight that there are things we should have seen. Things that should have transpired. But as Brother Jones began to declare some things that he felt God was going to do, there was a wall of unbelief that began to rise. Unbelief is something we have battled for a long time. Unbelief can be a demonic spirit. It can also be the human spirit. Sometimes we operate so much in the realm of our rational thoughts that we hear what's preached and know it doesn't line up logically. And it's not necessarily demonic. It's human. You can't cast out a human spirit. You can cast out a demonic spirit, but not a human spirit. I do believe that some of the unbelief that we battled tonight was the human spirit. We've never seen it. We've never experienced it. We know God's able, but somehow we wrestle with whether God really will.
I want to do something tonight that I don't remember doing in all of my years of pastoring. I want to call a special day of fasting. Fasting is not a bargaining chip with God. Fasting is not um, heavenly money where you buy things from God. Fasting is a time of afflicting our souls, of humbling ourselves before God. In fact, most of the time when you read of the people in the scripture fasting, it wasn't, it wasn't so much to get some prayer answered as it was they recognized the error of their own way. And they fasted in mourning and asking God to forgive them and to change them. In church, once and for all, we have got to put an end to this attitude of unbelief. I'm telling you that I believe what this evangelist said. I believe we are standing on the very verge of the greatest outpouring we have ever experienced before. But we've got to break through the unbelief. And I know it's not a lot. It's not a huge sacrifice. But I've always tried to be considerate of you as saints. I've tried to never ask too much of you. Anytime I've ever called a fast, I've tried to give you fair warning that we would be fasting. But I want to ask you just for a partial day fast tomorrow. I want to ask you that you would just not not eat anything until 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. That's not a huge amount. That's not a gigantic sacrifice. But I want to ask that the entire church as much as possible. I know there are some of you that I have health issues. I, I understand all of that, and God understands that. I am asking those of you who can to join us, to humble yourself before God tomorrow and say, God, take this unbelief out of me. You remember when I preached about it just a few weeks ago, the man whose son was, was demonically possessed admitted to Jesus, there is unbelief here. I do believe, but we got to do something about the unbelief. And I, I want to tell you, church, we've got to we've got to humble ourselves before God and ask God, Lord, do something with this unbelief. Take it away from me. I don't want to struggle. I don't want to wrestle in my mind with whether or not you're going to do what the preacher said you're going to do. When it's spoken, I want to believe it. I want to expect it, and therefore I will see it. Well, hallelujah. And so tomorrow I'm asking as many as can and will, just for a partial day of fasting. We may do more later on. We may take some days, some entire days, uh, on top of what we're already doing uh, during this revival. But for right now, I'd like for there to be a unified effort. I'd like for everybody that, that can at all to make the commitment 
to give those few hours to God tomorrow and, and ask God, forgive us, hear us, take the unbelief away. Let our faith soar so that when we come back into the house of God, we will see the things that God said we could see. Now, church, we, I, I hope that you understand we are seeing things happen. And, um, in fact, I, I've, been, I've been wanting to say this, and I, I made mention of it to my wife today. Don't get discouraged when new folks come in and then they don't show up at midweek service. People have to be trained. They have to know. They have to come to understand. They, they don't know. It does not take away from what happened in their life. Amen. It just takes time for folks to learn what it means to, 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 to start being faithful to God's house. It takes time for them to learn these things, be patient with them. But I want to tell you tonight, last night I could not talk Today, I, I struggled to speak. In fact, I ended up, my wife talked me into going to the walk-in clinic. And when I tried to answer their questions, they finally said, we don't want to ask any questions. It sounds too painful. Um, I could barely get out above a whisper. But you can hear tonight, my voice is much, much stronger than it was when I walked into this service. God touched me tonight. God touched me tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, yes, Praise God. The nurse practitioner who saw me today told me, said, you might as well just get ready. It's going to be seven to ten days before you see any improvement. Makes me want to go back and see her tomorrow. So that was a fast week, wasn't it? <laughs> God is doing things, church. And God is drawing folks. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I've, I've, I've only spoken to her one time and I... I would not want to embarrass anyone or put anyone on the spot. But I thought about it as Brother Jones was preaching about how God was just going to direct people, lead people, do things. Um, we have with us tonight a lady who visited for the first time last night. And Sister Leslie, I, I, don't, I don't want to put you on the spot but I'd sure like for you to tell the whole church how you came about being at New Life Pentecostal Church. But would you do that? Run this, run this mic back there. Um, I'm actually was born in Sydney, Australia, and I've been here this year for 10 years. And last year, after 31 years of marriage, my husband divorced me, and it was a big shock. I've been a missionary over in the Philippines and um, it's been fantastic. 
I've got to speak to so many people over here about Jesus. Uh, I got a little confused when I first got here about the Pentecostal experience of speaking in tongues. I received the Holy Spirit when I was 22 years old. And I, I, I didn't know what to say to people over here. It's very, it's, I don't need to go into that, but I sinned and didn't tell people about what had happened to me, like Paul said, you know, to tell them that you, you, you've had an experience and such a powerful experience I did have when I was 22 and got baptised by full immersion. And I actually left my first love, Jesus, for about, I don't know, maybe eight to ten years. And when we moved here, we moved here for him for work, but I came here for, for Jesus. The, the Holy Spirit reminded me of that because I, I, wanted, I was thinking I wanted to get back into church. But I, I found the Holy Spirit over here. I, um, I've actually got uh, at home, uh, a man's voice comes out of my mouth and it's God, this most beautiful voice. And he gives me direction. It's so powerful. He tells me things. And it's been a little unusual for me, being a woman, but it's very, very powerful. So I've been able... To, um, I'm not pumping myself up at all, but I've been able to help the Lord. And so I, after the divorce, um, I've been at a loss, a little, just a little. But I can tell you, God is so faithful to his promises. I, I am 51 years old. I'm in this country on my own. I'm a foreigner. I am not an American. I am an Australian. My husband moved. He, he moved me. He, he, let me tell you this. This is how powerful God is. Came out of my, he came out of my mouth, and I believe it's the Holy Spirit, and he said to me, don't sign anything. Don't sign anything. So I didn't. I didn't sign any paperwork. I, I'm standing here. I'm not divorced. The Holy Spirit told me to take the ring off my finger, but I'm not divorced. I didn't sign anything. So the scripture says in 1 Corinthians, I'm still married to Robert Stanley Schmidt. And I, I'm not to remarry. That's what the scripture says. And so I need to be, um, I'm just waiting on God. I've got a little bit of pride in me. I, I'm actually enjoying being single with Christ. Um, it's fantastic. I, because I, I'm working with the Lord and with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will tell me to go and do something. And because I don't have a man, I'm working with Christ. And so I just, off I go. And... Um, it's fantastic. He, I, I, I suppose you've all seen the Bibles at the Dollar Tree. Okay, well, the Holy Spirit has given me money. He freed up money, and I've got this money, and I've been able to bless people with Bibles from the Dollar Tree because when I was a little girl, I never had a Bible. I never had a Holy Bible. The church I went to gave me a dirty book called Lucy in Luck, and so I was very angry about that, and so I pray that the Lord gives me Bibles to give to people that have never had a Bible, and he does. There's many people that have, in this country that have never owned a Holy Bible. And then the Holy Spirit gave me scriptures on water baptism, Holy Spirit, healing, and Christ's return. And so I've been photocopying those, and he tells me who to give them to. I've had an influx of people come to my home on uh, uh, Halloween. I got Bibles. Unfortunately, I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit. I didn't get enough. And the children were just coming to the house, taking the Holy Bibles, getting Holy Bibles. So it's been very powerful. Um, I've, I haven't actually settled. I, um, 
I've been enjoying myself and I went, um, I've been meeting many people and I was, it's amazing, the other day I, the Holy Spirit said Pentecostal.com. So I put in Pentecostal.com because I understand now the Pentecostal experience. So when I'm talking to people, I just tell them they can have that. You, you, our little children, I just say to them, you get on your knees and you say hallelujah, hallelujah, and, and you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit. You'll speak in tongues. And so it's fantastic. And so I, I did what the Holy Spirit did, said to do, Pentecostal.com, and here you were. And so it, this is a miracle. This is, this is a miracle coming last night and then um, coming tonight. And I'm telling you, I had full-on spiritual warfare tonight, and I came here. It's very close, I think, but I've got a GPS, and it just, I just keep going around the place. But I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit got me here tonight, full-on spiritual warfare. And I got here, and I was just so blessed. So um, I believe what's going to happen here. I believe what God has said tonight. And I'm in agreement with you. I'm in agreement with all of you. This place is just going to open up. And the people that come in here, they will come in broken and they will have the Pentecostal experience. It'll be the Holy Ghost that will empower them. And it won't stop. And you will all be moved out of your comfort zone with the love of the Holy Spirit. You don't have to be concerned. And it's exactly like what the Holy Spirit says you don't have to worry about what's going to come out of your mouth it, it, he will just come out of your mouth because that's what happens to me if you see a new person you just say holy spirit come out of my mouth i want to greet that person and the love will just flow out of you out of all of you the way you, you've all um been kind to me last night when i left i i said as i walked out to myself these um or i was talking to the lord these these people uh, they, they got the holy spirit because the love that was here and the way I was greeted so beautifully. So don't, don't be concerned. You, you just walk straight up to them with that faith. This place is going to just open up. And it will be that the people will receive the Holy Spirit. It will be his power. It, it will not be a church that is uh, what is called a wishy-washy church. There will be the power until Christ returns, the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. So, so your descendants... That, you know, your, your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, they will all be Holy Spirit-filled, the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit and full immersion water baptism and signs following in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I want to tell you that there are many, many more that are going to sit down at their computer and, and the Spirit of God is going to speak to them and direct them. And, and yet, let, let me say this to you, church, that does, not, that does not relieve us of our obligation to go out and tell people. Here's the way it works. You reap what you sow. And so we've got to be out there sowing. And the seed that we sow may not be the plant that God gives us, but he will give us based on what we plant. And you may go out and witness to somebody and talk to somebody that may never set foot in here, but God will have somebody sitting in front of a computer and type in Pentecostal.com and God will say, this is the place. <laughs> Hallelujah. We just do our part. We do our part and God honors what we do. 
Amen. You know, the Bible says, as many as are led of the Spirit, they are the sons of God. It is so important that we be led by the Spirit. I'm telling you, look, look, I'm not here to condemn anybody, but I'm telling you, this is where churches are missing it because more and more they're trying to go by human ingenuity and, and their own personal talents and abilities. We don't need any of that. In this hour, we need a move of the Holy Ghost. We need the Spirit of God to direct us and lead us and guide us. We need to walk in the power of the Spirit every day. Oh, hallelujah. Amen, amen. And I'm telling you, God is going to do everything that he said. The promises of God are yea and amen. They're yea and amen. In him, in him, there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Amen. I'm t- there, there is no variance in God. God is. He is. He is whatever you need him to be. Hallelujah. And so we need to just go forth and walk in the power of his spirit. Let him lead us. Let him direct us. Let him guide us. Let him use us. Amen. Be a vessel of the Lord. You need to say what Mary said. Be it unto me. Be it unto me. (laughs) Even as you have said, Lord, just let it happen to me. it, It doesn't make any sense. I can't figure it out. You know, who am I? Who am I? But, but just be it unto me, uh, even according to your word. Let it happen in my life. Use me. Speak through me. Let me find somebody. Amen. Church, let's, let's believe it. Let's believe it. Let's humble ourselves tomorrow. Let's pray. Get up early and pray. Spend some time talking to the Lord. Amen. And give up some, some hours uh, of, of fasting and, and humbling yourself before God. And then let God use you throughout the day tomorrow. And let's come back in this place uh, on Sunday and just watch God pour out his spirit upon this house. Hallelujah. The great, great revival that shook this nation in 1901 started with just a handful of people praying in a little a little building in Topeka, Kansas, and they were praying, and and that handful of people, God took them and started a revival that shook this nation. In fact, it went beyond the boundaries of this nation and spread around the world. Amen. And it all started with a handful of folks just a few miles from here, and God's ready to do it again. It's time to happen again. Things are winding down. Things are, are wrapping up. I'm telling you, I'm going to let you go. But Brother, Brother Merriman talked a little bit about what's going on in Egypt. I don't know how many of you are really aware. The media is not really reporting the full facts of what's happening there. But, but let me tell you, there's a little clue in who's behind this uprising. They're called the Muslim Brotherhood. Uh, don't believe, don't believe the director of intelligence when he says they're a secular group. There's nothing secular about people who identify themselves as Muslims. These are the same people who, who assassinated Anwar Sadat 30 years ago in Egypt. And, uh, and, and, um, let, let me tell you really what's going on. Here's the problem. They are dissatisfied because Egypt has become somewhat of an ally to Israel 
they don't like the fact that uh, Mubarak has not been harder against Israel. The same thing is going on in Jordan right now, not quite as severe, but there is an uprising that's beginning in Jordan because they too have been somewhat of a friend to Israel. I'm telling you, what's happening right now is the entire Middle East is get re- getting ready to turn against the nation of Israel. We, we've, we, we've been hearing that for years, but it's about to happen. And I'm going to tell you, when it happens, you better just look out. You better just look out. Things are going to start happening so fast and unfolding so fast. It's revival time. It's, re- it's harvest time. God's getting his church ready to get us out of here. I'm telling you, it's about to happen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. But there is work yet to be done. There is work yet to be done. And, and the Bible says he's coming after a bride that does not have spot nor wrinkle nor blemish. I, I'm telling you that God's got some work to do on his church to get us ready for what's happening. That's part of the reason we're going to be fasting tomorrow. We're, we're getting ready. We're getting ourselves ready. Amen. You know, this is, what, this is what you read in the book of Revelation. I've got to let you go. This is what you read in the book of Revelation. The Bible says, the angels made the declaration, said, it, rejoice for the, uh, the, the wedding uh, of, of the Lamb has come, for the bride has made herself ready. The bride made herself ready ready. Amen. The groom has been ready. It's the bride that's needed some work. And we're the bride. We're the church. We got to get ourselves ready. We got to get rid of this unbelief. We got to get rid of this doubt. Amen. We got to get rid of this shyness, this backwardness, all the things that are keeping us from doing what God's called us to do. We're going to go out there and we're going to get it done. And we're going to see revival. God is going to pour out his spirit in the last days. God is going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Amen. It's, it's happening. It's going to happen not just in Ethiopia, not just uh, in the Philippines, but right here in the United States of America. God's going to do it. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Do you believe it tonight? Do you really believe it tonight? Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Brother Jones, for obeying the Holy Ghost. Thank you to each and every one of you. Let's fast tomorrow. Let's pray. Amen. Let's come back in here Sunday. Amen. Believing God for a great and wonderful outpouring of His Spirit. Looking for many, many souls to be added to the kingdom of God. God is raising up. God's raising up a mighty force right here. Amen. We're, we're, I believe it is time. It's Kansas City's hour. It's, it's our hour. Amen. To turn things. Really, you know, they said that, that the disciples turned the world upside down, but really they didn't turn it upside down. They turned it right side up. It was upside down to the sinful world, but it was right side up in God's perspective. And we're going to turn this city right side up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Greet one another in the fear of God. You are dismissed in Jesus' name.